0: Today on CityCast Pittsburgh. Let's face it, the holidays, they can be stressful and mentally trying, and sometimes we just need a reminder to breathe. We're sharing some tips on practicing mindfulness with Eva Trapp, a former Pittsburgh ballerina turned energetic body worker slash yoga teacher, to find a little more peace this holiday season. It's Wednesday, November 23rd. I'm Morgan Moody and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. Eva, you opened this uh, yoga and wellness collective in Lawrenceville. Do you see a lot more people coming in during the holiday season, like stressed?
1: Yes. In fact, I feel like everyone has kind of switched gears into, okay, now I'm preparing myself for family mode, right? Like we are different humans when we know we have to talk with people that perhaps don't identify the same way we do in life, right? Yeah. So absolutely. Absolutely
0: have you always been this balanced you're very peaceful um no you know, <laughs> what, what was your path to learning all of this um so i used to be a professional
1: dancer and um that was a very stressful job actually um a lot of life on stage in the public um, what kind of dance i was a ballerina yeah yeah for 15 years i was uh, on stages all over the place and um In the midst of it, I was living in New York City dancing and I just kept stress became so much more than I had ever experienced when I was younger dancing. I was like, I can't sustain this. I can't keep doing this. Right. And I got to a point where I was like, all right, I'm going to find other outlets. I'm going to find these more mindful practices. And so I found a practice called Jiva Mukti, which is just kind of this concept of like being a liberated soul, you know, like um, changing your lifestyle to just be more peaceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so it allotted me the chance to find some stillness while I was like riding subways, you know, like with all kinds of energy and, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for that switch. Um, so that was where it started for me.
0: Yeah, the, the mental stress of being an athlete is it's not always talked about, you know, because I feel like we'll see the accomplishments of of these athletes and the money that they're making and, and they're, you know, well known the notoriety. So, but your mental health, how was your mental health or how did your mental health while you were dancing influence your path today? Because you're talking about those stressors. So what sort of stress were you experiencing then?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. And in full disclosure, I was on burnout when I decided to transition away from dancing. I, I was traveling all the time, never home and I was burnt out. Um, so I would say my mental health was, I wasn't caring for myself in the way that I, I knew that I could, or that would sustain my life going forward. Right. Um, you know, and so Yeah, I took a big shift um, into self-care and kind of started to get more into the healing modalities of like massage therapy. And I, I learned of what even Ayurveda was back then. And I just started to slowly trickle things into my life. Nothing major fast. Just it was like this slow like digestion of, okay, there's more out there. And so it made for this new path of where I am now, right? because I wanted to give back in the way that I felt like so many people were offering this care and love and, you know, just like these bricks Mm -hmm. that you were like, okay, there's something out there, right? And so I was just really inspired by that. But it took my mental health being pretty much at rock bottom, I would say, before I got to that point of wanting to leave it.
0: What about some people who might feel like their mental health is at rock bottom at this point of the year, and that holidays drive them to be, uh, at, at, you know, at, maybe not at their mental best? So, yeah, what 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 advice do you have for those people that I don't know are facing, yeah, the reality of having to, yeah, be around their family or, or be around, yeah, or not be with their family, right, or
1: not, yeah. yeah? I would say, first off, turn off the news, turn off social media and unplug as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Not to not to ignore reality, but to give yourself a break. Always practice the utmost grace for yourself because honestly, we're all in this together and we are, most of us, trying our best at life. So I would say anything that brings you peace, anything that brings you a, an ounce of love, like if, even if it's like a cup of hot cocoa, right? Mm-hmm. Like do that for yourself, like indulge in that for yourself this season and skip the holiday parties if they're not, well like skip them, like yeah, you don't owe anyone anything, right? Hey Pittsburgh, behind those stately red doors on Bingham Street, the brilliant minds at Pittsburgh's City Theatre have a brand
0: new stage show for you. It's a modern revamp of the Shakespearean classic Hamlet. Fat Ham follows a young queer black man named Juicy
1: whose father visits from beyond the grave to demand Juicy avenge his murder. Check it out through March 24th and get your tickets at citytheatercompany.org.
0: Use code CITYCAST, all one word, for $5 off. People might feel a little bit more comfortable getting together this Thanksgiving, Um, you know, it's not necessarily post-pandemic; like COVID is still a thing. But um, I feel like people feel a little bit more relaxed about get-togethers. But it still might be a little bit overwhelming for some people to be around this many people, COVID or not. It's still, yeah, I'm an introverted, so it's it's a little overwhelming for me to be around a lot of people. Um, how can you prepare for that, or how can people prepare for that? Oh,
1: um, well, first, I would say respect your boundaries. Boundaries mm-hmm. are huge. Mm-hmm. But second, also. I like to do little affirmations. I do them in the morning. I do them in the evening. Um, kind of just reminding myself to, oh my gosh, um, that I am an observer of life, right? And that when I am around my family and my friends and we can we can agree to disagree, right? Um, mm-hmm. So that's one aspect of it. But I also think that, you know, us coming together after this huge moment of isolation you know if you need space take space right like go for a walk outside like uh, take your shoes off put your feet in the earth like be that um awesome weirdo at you know at dinner that's like I'm gonna go do my thing for a little bit and don't feel obligated to just have to sit still you know if you're feeling uncomfortable You know, sometimes even like reminding yourself of what you're privileged enough to have, you know, so that you are not being rude to the world is also equally valuable. So
0: what's a good way to kind of get into that space, though, of like finding the gratitude? Because I feel like it would be easy you know, if you know you're going into a stressful situation, I feel like that's sometimes all your brain wants to prepare for is like war. So you're just thinking of all these like strategic ways, you know, that you can kind of avoid conflict, but how can you, I don't know, find, find your center and find some stillness. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that
1: thought loop is so dangerous for mm-hmm. us, right? Um, I would say that self-care, I know can sound really wishy-washy at times, right? Because it does feel sometimes like it's a very privileged concept and it ha- comes with a lot of money and, you know, your status in life right. and, and time
0: that and time,
1: dying, right? Like have, a lot of yeah. us are moms and doing it by ourselves, even. Right. Um, so I would say that it's the little things in life, right? Like if you can find time to take a bath, I, I will tell every client mm. of mine to take a bath and I like to add salts. I add, rose petals. I add lavender. I mean, I like, I make myself feel like I'm a queen just for a minute, you know, before the chaos goes. So that to me is one way. Another way is practicing yoga or some kind of movement. Um, I I really think that the more you can get your body um, kind of moving, the more you can kind of work out like what's sticky, you know, like those thoughts that you don't really want to carry because they don't help us at all. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. After we release all of that in the morning, and then unfortunately probably have to go into spaces where we, we get a little bit more tense again, um, what are some things that you do uh, when things start to get tense or you can get triggered? Uh, and and what if you can't really escape it? You know, some people don't live in a place where it's like, well, I'm going to go for a walk. Maybe, you know, you aren't in a very walkable neighborhood or something like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, and that's, I'm glad you said that. Honestly, breath. Mm -hmm. Breath is one of the most important things we can do for ourselves, and I think it's been very relevant in everything we've seen in life, right? Like, it just keeps coming up as this really important factor. Um, And it's something we take for granted often, but it is something that as long as we're living, it's inside our bodies, right? Mm -hmm. like, And so there's a few practices, a simple breath in for four counts, and then kind of slowing it down for eight, you know, like, so it's opposite. Um, That gives your nervous system a chance to really slow down. Mm. Every time you can do a longer exhale, it really helps. Yeah.
0: Eva Trapp is an Ayurveda body worker, yoga teacher, and student of life. Thank you so much for sharing your tips with us for the holiday season, Eva.
1: Thank you so much, Morgan. It was a pleasure speaking with you today.
0: For Small Business Saturday, EVA's wellness center, Seha, is having a deal off some services, but you have to stop by the Lawrenceville space in order to get the discount. A little more news before you go. Pittsburgh is one step closer to getting an affordable housing facility for LGBTQ seniors. The nonprofit Presbyterian Senior Care Network, won more than $4 million in state tax credits to build the site. The Oakland facility will be the first of its kind in western Pennsylvania, and if everything goes well, construction will start next summer, and the housing community could open in the fall of 2024. Speaking of housing, a $24 million project started this week to turn the former Gladstone school on Hazelwood Avenue into a 51-unit apartment complex. Most of these units will be affordable, and the school's historic auditorium is going to be converted into a community meeting space. I used to play basketball in that auditorium. And Grubhub is making a $125,000 payment to four Pennsylvania food banks as part of a settlement agreement. This is after the state attorney general's office investigated the food delivery platform. Turns out Grubhub was charging some customers higher prices than they would have paid if they would have ordered directly from the restaurants. The Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank is getting some of that Grubhub money and they could use it. Apparently calls for assistance there are up 83% compared to last year. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, subscribe to our morning newsletter. We're taking a couple of days off for Thanksgiving, as we all should, so we'll be back on Monday with more news from around the city. So we'll see you turkeys then. What's it called when you have like dyslexia of the mouth? It's just <laughs> <laughs> it just...